Hello and welcome everyone to episode 33 of One Piece at a Time, the One Piece read-through podcast where we read and discuss five chapters of the One Piece manga each and every week. I'm your host, Derek Bittner, and I'm joined by my wonderful co-host and freelance letterer at Shonen Jump, Brandon Bovia. How you doing, Brandon? How's it going, everybody? I'm uh, Brandon Bovia, English letterer of manga like Dragon Ball Super and uh, Kaiju number eight. There, there was something Dragon Ball related I want to say, but I'm not sure if I can say it. So I'll uh, next week, next week. Okay, okay. <laughs> Just in the case. Only, the only thing Dragon Ball related I know is that the movie's almost out. Yeah, I'm definitely going to try to see that as soon as possible. The, the manga chapter that I think will be out by the time this podcast comes out, but I... I don't want to do the mental math quite yet, but yeah, if you've read the new chapter by by the by this time, uh, let me know what you think because it is very funny. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. I, I can tell you right now, it'll be out for our patrons on uh, this coming Friday, and then a week mm. from now for everybody else. So that'll give you a bit of bit of a better idea because you know there's been a lot going on and uh, it's been hard to ke- kind of keep up, but we are sticking to it and getting uh, yeah. all in, in our one piece because. Got it. You know, we need our fix. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh boy, do we. Do we ever. So let's go right into it with chapter 161, The Green City Erumalu, which is a mouthful because I, I have trouble Arum- speaking my R's anyway with a speech impediment. So thank you, Japan. This yeah. Is just, this is just mean. <laughs> the chapters for this episode might have my favorite chunk of cover cover stories. Yes. Like <laughs> just... Just, I don't know. I lo- love seeing Django and Full Body just like back to back badasses kicking ass. The 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 bro, the bro, uh, yeah. the bro ship. That's a, like we only got a small taste of the bro ship from Buggy, and it's funny enough that it felt like it. This was a dancing together was a better build up to a, a bro status than Kobe and Helmeppo. Yeah, seriously. Like doing chores together. This was just more fun to see Django yeah. come in. Actually, man, these guys are weak if they're getting beat up by Django. Um, yeah, seriously. <laughs> just kicking all kinds of butt. Like that's that's awesome. Like it, like dang it, it actually made me like Full Buddy, a character I've yeah, never enjoyed. Just, uh, <laughs> how dare you? Good on them. And you know what? We go to another good boy as soon as we uh, get into the chapter itself with Boonchi, which Boonchi. it's all terrain transport turtle. It's the same turtle that all Sunday rode when we first saw her. It was, it yeah. was wandering. It's like land and sea turtle. Good on him. I definitely I love the shot like inside the uh, inside the carriage. Everybody's looking kind of cramped. Was it, uh, is it Mr. Four? Yes, he's like, like he's not even in frame because he's so big and he's just like <laughs> <laughs> he's so huge and it just it, again it emphasizes just how tall Mister Two is. Like my God, yeah, you can't, yeah, just you can tell being cramped together like Miss Merry Christmas, Mister Two Bond Clay, just like they they hate having to sit next to each other. Oh yeah, and Mister One just looks like he's ready to kill everybody. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uneasy they sh- alliance in here. Yeah, they, they should be at rain base by morning. So they're mm-hmm. making their way. And some of these panels are just so wonderful. Like, the Unluckies, I think, are pretty much confirmed dead at this point. Yeah. Like, Sanji straight up killed them because they never came back. <laughs> Dang. Uh, but I kind of love the substitutes almost more because the lizard runners, just these weird old-timey bathing suit-wearing lizards running through the desert with n- notes. Like, that's amazing. I don't know if this ever comes up again, but it's just one of those, like... I just I just love the breadth of ideas that Oda has. <laughs> you could just like, yeah, lizard runners, why not? There are so many great animals in this set of chapters. And yeah. That's like oh, yeah. the highlight. Like, my God. It, it really, really is. It, and I, I think it 
it, it goes to show, or it, it's one aspect in which the world building is always really strong. When you're just like, what kind of just bizarre affronts against nature are we going to see <laughs> that serve as the animals for these for these different areas? Yeah, that's that's a good question. But uh, yeah, we we they finally land at their port of call for the next phase of their trip. It is not Yuba, like uh, like Luffy thinks. Instead, of it's Arumalu. So our handy dandy map at, and. It used to be a green city, according to Vivi. It is very <laughs> much very not green. anymore. <laughs> if, if Luffy ever found Greenland, he'd be very upset. Oh, he'd be very confused. <laughs> Almost as confused as Usopp encountering a turtle slash seal that's called yep. a Kung Fu Jugon. And yeah. it proceeds to just beat the crap out of Usopp. <laughs> and, then, and then just, I forgot how fast this ha- It's like one page. It's like... Usopp finds it, he gets the crap beat out of him, and then the next panel, Luffy beat it. <laughs> yeah, he beat it. And then Vivi's like screaming out, no, because apparently it's the code of the Kung Fu Jugon to become uh, the apprentice of anyone who defeats it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he's like training all of the Jugon. He's like, this is the pose you want. I love yeah. it. And then, <laughs> and then they just have a heartfelt goodbye. And it's, yeah. it's one of those things that like, as a reader, you know that, that's something that's going to come up later. I, I va- very vaguely remember, but it is sort of one of those like, just how quickly this is introduced and then moved on from. It's like, wait, what? Yeah, I wonder if it comes back later. I honestly can't remember. I mm. know this is expanded upon. This is like this is prime filler material to just stretch things. Oh, out. I'm sure. I am sure. Oh, it is. But uh, Chopper had to talk the sense into him. The only way to keep make them stay behind was to bribe them with food, which, you know what? They might serve <laughs> as pretty good guards for the ship because they left nobody behind. Oh, that's actually great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cho- Chopper's uh, coming in handy with his ability to talk to animals. Yeah, no kidding. We get a bit more exposition. The reason we got Jugon, Jugon in here, which are sea-based animals... Uh, is because the sea has started to encroach in the river. And that's why Arumalu, I'm not going to pronounce this properly, is just Mm -hmm. such a mess. Everything's taken over. It's all sand. The crops don't have any water. But in the last three years, not a drop of rain has fallen in the entire region. And the only reason Nanahan is good is because it gets water from the oasis of Katoria nearby. Yeah, we're getting hardcore into some of the the, uh, world building here. Just the... Even even if it's you know fa- fairly like exposition heavy, it is sort of. I-, I really enjoyed going from place to place here and sort of figuring out like why things are the way they are right now. Yeah, it's, it's like why like, is there re- a rebellion? How are they stoking this rebellion somehow? It is laid out here thanks to Vivi, where everybody, no place was getting rain except for. Alabarna, the capital. Everybody called it a miracle until an incident happened in Nanahana two years ago where a bunch of sacks fell off that was and contained this stuff called uh, dance powder. And yeah. you got to love these guys. Like, I don't think it's a spoiler at all to say this is like, ah, it's terrible. We dropped it. We were supposed to deliver it to the king. It's like, powder. oops. I don't know about it, but the king ordered it. We're just making a delivery and ran off. It's like, <laughs> yep. oh my gosh, that is so obviously Baroque Works. I'm actually uh, scanning like, their shirts oh, to see no. anything about Baroque Works, but good on them. <laughs> they kept it yeah. under wraps. For this organization that has been notoriously bad at hiding itself. <laughs> they did a good job here. 
Uh, yeah, I guess it's it, fallen maybe apart. Maybe uh, quality's years. gone down after two years. Yeah, it seems to. But uh, that's all it was. It's like it's it's this this thing called dance powder. It's a thing that actually summons rain. It developed up by a scientist where uh, in a country where rain never fell. It just causes rain to fall. Of course, we get a mysterious powder from Luffy. Yep. Gotta love that. <laughs> or he just he just loves the adventure of it. I was like, yeah, drugs. Yeah, it, it all makes sense. It give, it gives you visions. Ah, mystery mystery mm-hmm. plant. It's <laughs> mm-hmm. sort of idea. But as Nami explains, even though it summons water, it has to get it from somewhere. So it doesn't, come, doesn't come cheap. Yeah, it steals the moisture from the smallest clouds. And so when the neighboring countries realized what was happening, they attacked and it caused a war between all of them. And because of that, because of the just the devastating effect of this dance powder, the world government has banned its production. Because of the ongoing droughts and the dance powder that got dumped, everybody suspected the scheme. And, of course, Vivi realized, oh, one, <laughs> Luffy means <laughs> oh, it's your Luffy's father's like, it's fault. fault. <laughs> <laughs> like Luffy the idiot. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yep, but as as explained, it was a trap sprung by croc- crocodile to bring drought and ravage of uh, you know anger the people, increase their hunger, and incite rebellion. Which honestly, pretty good. In that you know what, that's like some some like bona fide messed up like political intrigue right there. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. It's actually pretty effective as a way to put it all down. It's yeah. like. One of the more intelligent plans we've seen up to this point. This explanation, I think, was kind of sorely needed. And it's, I think, pretty smart for Oda to have put it here. Like, because we get this bit where Vivi's explaining the whole thing. Crocodile's behind it all, you know, and, you know, screaming that I'll never forgive that man. And then you just see, like, a building explode in the background. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know if they wrecked it or not. I can't, I, I, I think I'm not so. able to tell because the, all the towns just collapse as... Usopp, yeah. <laughs> Sanji, and and Luffy walk away. Yeah. And she's like, what are you doing? Nami's asking, like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm itching for action. So I guess they just had yeah. to work out frustrations and took it all down. Yeah. And I think I think it's sort of the like the motivation that they needed at this point. Yeah. Because we, we sort of were like, we have to prevent Crocodile from doing a bad thing. Or, you know, like, we have to prevent the, the civil war from, you know, escalating. But, like, now I feel like we have a better sense of what crocodile's presence has done for this country like like he he is actually the core behind this whole problem oh yeah and i I think it makes sense to save it up until this point because otherwise we would have forgotten it it would have lessened it we've seen more Mm -hmm. of crocodile now we've seen how the plans are going into motion it's all falling into place yeah so it is honestly Mm -hmm. pretty pretty great there i wanted to bring that up because i i did complain earlier that it was like we hadn't really gotten quite the the urgency for a lot of the a lot of the weight building up to getting to Alabasta. Mm-hmm. And honestly, sort of these like, Jetta chapters mm-hmm. are all it's it's the final finally the build up for why this is such a big deal. Yep, 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 yep. And uh, hey, time for SBS to be useful again. <laughs> yeah, well, we got a lot of comments about this. <laughs> yes, so, yes, um, we we were waiting on this because I honestly forgot this. So Christmas is obviously Christmas. Golden Week is obviously Golden Week. Mister Two Bon Clay. So Bon is a for year year end festivals, I guess. Bon yeah. and year end festivals, sure. Double Finger is for New Year's Day because one one. Yeah. yeah, that one, uh, and even Oda sort of admits here i think that like most people like they didn't quite get that <laughs> yeah they, they definitely missed that one 
all yeah, Sunday. It's like confusing. it's interesting they say it all Sunday because it's for all the Sundays or all the Sabbaths, I guess. So uh, sure, yeah, whatever, uh, uh, whatever. <laughs> Close enough. We got an explanation. There we go. Uh... <laughs> oh goodness. Oh, okay, Bon Clay stands for Bon Cure or mm-hmm. Bon and Year End Festival. So it's just sort of all the rest of the holiday. You, you know, Year End Festivals, I guess it works out. So sure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, pretty, so no more comments. SBS. We yeah. know. No, we yeah, it's 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 there. Thank you. We appreciate it. Oda saved us. Mm-hmm. So let's go ahead and jump over to chapter 162, Adventure in the Kingdom of Sand, where our wonderful Look at title, just posing, posing oh. the two hand dancing heroes, baby, dancing in uh. friendship, people in the back celebrating. Oh, it's, that's, it's so rad. <laughs> oh, it's beautiful. It is. It is. God, the friendship is good. Good for them. It's so good. I'm proud. I'm proud of you. I'm proud yeah. of you both. Good. For, good for you guys. Unfortunately, Luffy is not holding up so well because it is <laughs> hot. It I is, really love the, 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 the black shading on that first panel. <laughs> like, oh, you can just feel you, the, the heat contrast. radiating yeah. off yeah. of that, Ooh, that panel. That's just <laughs> sand. And oh. Luffy's hot. Poor Chopper needs oh, to be yeah. pulled. Bad timing for Chopper to be like going straight from, uh, you know, a cold climate to the desert. Yeah, and he he transforms, yelling at Usopp. He's like, "Take off your fur." <laughs> <laughs> and Zora's like, "I'm not pulling you if you go human size." So <laughs> stop it. But of yeah. course, Vivi is actually used to the heat, uh, which is of impressive. And she just sort of breaks down. She's she's very much exposition machine. These seven yeah, chapters. Yeah, well, I mean, she's this is her homeland, so it all it all makes sense. You know, she's kind of kind of like the tour guide at this point. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's like some of the dunes can get over a thousand feet high, which is insane. Luffy mm. takes a sip of his water, which of course he fills up as much as possible. We gotta have hijinks where Usopp yep. smacks him, which causes it's, the water to go out. And it has taken all of three pages for everything to fall apart <laughs> yeah wasting energy and uh it's 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 awful like the, these guys are not built for the desert how they survive no, is a not. mystery it's, it's real like they're this whole chapter is them just going like ah <laughs> it's, it's very much like that episode of avatar last airbender where they're trapped in the desert almost oh yeah uh-huh we just need somebody yep. getting high off a cactus at this yeah. point <laughs> and they're only a fourth of the way to yuba at this point like they have a ways Good to God. go yeah i i felt for them like like you this whole chapter feels like a journey yeah it's it's reminiscent of luffy climbing the the drum mountain yeah, yeah, or just like t- tensions are kind of high. Everybody's like tired and you know on edge. Yeah, <laughs> it's 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 not so good, and they just are like, okay, we'll take our break at the next crags, and Luffy, as punishment, has to carry everybody's bags, <laughs> which is just brutal. Oh yeah. But this turns out to be a really bad idea because they Oops. spot the crags. Luffy rushes off ahead. And he finds all these birds just dying of thirst. It's like, it's it's looking pretty dire for them. Mm -hmm. And Luffy runs back without the material saying, it's bad. There's birds dying all over the place. We got to help them, Chopper. And of course, Vivi immediately realizes they're fakers. The birds. And they just stole all their stuff. They're evil herons, desert pirates that trick travelers and steal supplies. 
What the hell is this country and its animals? This only works on the assumption that, like, Luffy is too stupid to... Like, <laughs> I, I don't think this would really fool that many people, but... I mean, is, I uh, have to imagine... Right I, I gotta imagine this was one of, the, one of those cases where if it was Goku in this situation, he would have just eaten the birds. Oh, absolutely. It's like, ah, oh, dinner. <laughs> what you think yeah. Luffy would be too? But no, he was actually concerned. Yeah, he was just sympathetic enough to, you know, like, hey, we need to help them. But oops. Mm-hmm. Oh, and here's Sanji shaking down Luffy. Like that was three days worth of supplies. Got no food, nor wa- no water. Our personal supplies are gone. And it's just like Zoro's trying to be the, the calm one here. <laughs> Just, yep. The heat's just getting you cool down. We'll be in Yuba tonight, and there's water at Yuba. So forget it. It'll just make you thirstier. We'll rest for 10 minutes and go on. And then you just see the birds taunting them as they drink the yep. water. Uh, that face is oh, just like, makes ah, you want to mm-hmm. kill them. Uh. <laughs> uh. They know what they did. Oh, they totally know what they did. But Luffy runs after them into the desert. He's going to get lost again. But then he comes yep. back because a, another crazy animal, a giant Sandora dragon, starts chasing after them. Along with a camel. Yeah. <laughs> I do, like, man, the, the escalation of this entire sequence of events is just, like, everything going from bad to worse. But at least, like, now they have something that they can fight, which is kind of the only thing they're good at. <laughs> yeah, and honestly, it's a good chance for the three of them to show off. Because we got yeah. Gum Gum Whip. Dragon Twister and Paul Sprawl. Man, that's a that's a good panel. It's a good good spread. I I definitely there are more of these, but like those sequences of just like Luffy, uh, Zoro, and Sanji all just like teaming up against one big thing. Mm-hmm. It's pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> I love how Nami even says they could have just scared it off. Nah, those that poor <laughs> thing never stood a chance. <laughs> and, and of then course, they start eating it. Yeah, time to cook it up. We lost our food. It's our chance to chance to uh, get it. Yep. But it's also time to meet this this camel. The the camel was just he was chasing the birds and they flew away and then this guy was running from the dragon so he ran too. Yep. It's like, well, it's got a saddle, so great. There's there's room for two. We can ride on it. Luffy tries to get on and he uh <laughs> just bites, bites him. <laughs> and thanks again to uh Chopper. He says he was just passing through. He thanks you for saving him. He's willing to give rides, but to only only to women. <laughs> and then they just start beating the crap out of him. <laughs> exactly. And then Nami using those powers again. Oh, of those course. pirates mean to you. What's your name? <laughs> Idiot. Moron. Jerk. <laughs> yeah, it's great. <laughs> and they just call him eyelashes. Which is, yeah, it's somehow weirder. Yeah, as Zoro points out. Mm-hmm. Nami and Vivi riding on eyelashes taken off and all of them still kind of going nuts luffy just completely <laughs> losing it oh wait oh, oh no we did get the cactus portion with Sokka because yeah we ate, yeah it's the exact same <laughs> ate some cactus along with the dragon meat and he's just doing good talking about tidal waves and stuff he's he's drugged out <laughs> oh god oh <laughs> then chopper has the sedative yeah knock him out chopper's dangerous to take out luffy with that sedative and that's it <laughs> yeah oh my god <laughs> and then they have to catch up they're dragging luffy behind i think face first he's in the sand that's rough yeah we got a we got a whole montage here of just like i i, I bet the, the anime probably could turn this into like two or three episodes worth of just like probably could have just hijinks com- because they're running from yeah. giant frogs the girls are staying ahead again it's a journey this this yeah. chapter this is an incredibly cursed adventure <laughs> oh yeah but they get there at night but the ground shaking 
and something's wrong. And that's how we end the chapter. It's just like, we finally yeah. made it, but something's wrong. Wow. That was a lot. <laughs> yeah. That was quite the chapter. Like, my goodness. But quite fun. Quite fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's go ahead and move on to chapter 163. Yuba, the town. Yuba, the... Yuba, the town of rebels. Sorry, I read this before and it's starting my chapters at the end. Because <laughs> mm, mm. Viz upgraded their memory of that, which oh, is yeah, nice. So they, yeah, so they remember, but that's also not always handy. Yeah, it's it's nice that they marked the chapter I left off on. That's great. I love it. The fact that they put me back is not uh, at where I left off on a chapter when I go back to it. Not so great when I want to yeah, just maybe Maybe it. they should reset that. <laughs> yeah, maybe it should be. But unfortunately, even though we had the celebration between these two men, Django's still a pirate. So we got friendship, sin, and duty. Man, you almost had me there for a minute, full body. Yeah. I thought you would have done the right thing. But look at full body, still just stoic as all all else. And even the other Marines are crying because of this friendship. It's just like, does does duty not come after friendship? Yeah, I guess not. We'll see what happens, but uh, Django is now the prisoner of uh, Full Buddy. <laughs> but what was that rumbling? What was that shaking? It was a sandstorm. My God, these spreads. Like, just you being yeah, hit by a sandstorm, that is brutal. That is really impressive. Oh, yeah. We get back in. The Yuba Oasis is just covered in sand. Nothing yeah, where's the it. water? It's the desert is swallowing Yuba. And that's when we come across an old man digging in the sand. He's like, Yuba's all dried up. But, you know, it can stop here and rest. Inn has many, city has many inns and we're famous for our hospitality. And this is Toto, just a citizen mm-hmm. of Yuba. And I love the little swift above Vivi just covering her face. Yeah, sure. yeah. She, she kind of she knows. I feel like she's kind of like trying to hide her identity a bit. It is a town of rebels. So, yeah. It's like, hey, where are the rebels? And the old man is like, you want, what do you want with the rebels? You want to join them, do you? And he starts just tossing stuff at them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey, I... It's... I think a pretty reasonable uh, response. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But um, unfortunately, the rebels have left Yuba. They're no longer there. They went all this way <laughs> for nothing. Yeah. Ugh. Which, well, I, I think they'll explain a couple chapter, a couple pages later. I thought. Or, yeah. No? Basically, according to Toto, three years ago the land began to dry and the sands began to blow. The desert was at war with Yuba and. The oasis is lo- losing ground. So when the city ran out of water, the rebels abandoned it. So now they're yep. at Katoria, which is on the east side. That's where the oasis that they were getting, that Nanohana was getting its water from. Yep. To the east. <laughs> they went the complete wrong direction. Yeah, complete. Oh, my God. <laughs> this, I swear, this whole thing has just been bad to worse. <laughs> yep. And There's nothing about this that has gone right. And, of course, Luffy immediately blows Vivi's cover. He's like, where's that, Vivi? And he's like, to Vivi? Did you say Vivi? He's like, no, no, well, she's not a princess or anything. And he just... Wha- I love how <laughs> Zoro uses Usopp to whack Luffy over the head. <laughs> <laughs> just some good slapstick. Uh-huh. This Toto is like, don't you recognize me? I mean, I lost a little weight, but it's me. She finally recognizes him. And it's like, I still... And he, he says, I still believe in the king. He would never betray betray his people. The rebellion is idiocy. Those blasted rebels, please, you must stop them. Only you can save us now. Mm-hmm. And that's when we we have a flashback for Vivi. Flashback time. Yeah. Alabarna, 11 years ago, 
where it's I, we do have a pretty extended flashback here and we've got Koza, a village boy going to the king saying the village is all dry up dried up it's like why don't why didn't you save us and the king is like i hey that's it's controlled by the guys i have no power over it and he's like hey my dad says kings can do anything so uh get to work <laughs> <laughs> but that's when toto shows up looking definitely a lot bigger oh he definitely i i, I love the um the, the the sort of ongoing gag here with um with, with Toto being sort of like a I guess like an overzealous pupil I guess where he's you know like 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 you must you know be be polite in front of the king and, and you know uh, Cobras is kind of like eh, whatever you know? yeah I love the like, whole like, just, just like chill out man <laughs> you fool you fool you fool and just punching his son over yes. and over the king's like hey we'll provide you relief during the time of drought. Uh, mm-hmm. And you uh, may remain in Alabarna in the mean, uh, meantime. He's like, such benevolence. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Koza's just like, hey, you have no idea what it's like for us and runs off. Cobra's again, he's like, like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry, my uh, my king. It's like, eh, you have a good kid. A good kid. He uh, defies <laughs> love, the king because he, he loves is. his pe- people. Yeah, Cobra. It's like Cobra's yeah. a good dude. <laughs> As Koza's running by, he comes across. Young, young Vivi, along with young Karu. Yeah, just a little, little baby duck. That's adorable. Well, baby, baby, huge. I feel like proportionally, they're they're all like kind of still similar, weirdly. Yeah, and I love this. You get to see how good of a king uh, Cobra is. Igram's like, I, forgive me, but this kingdom doesn't have the resources to compensate the vill- villagers. Like, hey, don't be stupid. If we reduce our own living expenses and make a few adjustments, we can easily raise the money. And <laughs> he, he gives uh, Igram the old king chop. <laughs> and it's good to see Igram again, you know? Yeah. Ah, it's good times. Igram's like, all right, your majesty. It's just it's like, oh, it's very nice. Yeah. And then Vivi comes in and all beaten up. She got, she's like, I got in a fight and lost. And they're all shocked. <laughs> yep. And Toto's ready to stab himself. He's like, kill me, but spare my son. <laughs> uh, yeah. Cobra's got to keep both of them in line. <laughs> I, I got to say, I kind of like the frizz look on Vivi. Up to this point, I feel like we, we've all known Vivi is definitely, you know, kind of a fighter. But seeing her like here as a kid, where she, you know she's like she's a princess, but she's like getting in fights with like the you know kids around town and stuff. Uh huh. It's a, it's great. It's kind it's of a, a slightly different side to her. Yes, it's it's good to see because we've seen her so regal and yeah, you know, she's a kid now. I think she's what eight, if that. Yeah, I love how Cobra has to knock out both Igram and Toto. Yeah, it's, like, <laughs> it's, it's like, only it's... a fight between kids. <laughs> Meanwhile, going back to the to the capital on the outskirts it's a fight to the death to the death <laughs> yeah. between kids <laughs> yeah we got a got a little rivalry between yeah koza and vivi all the boys cheering on koza because like hey just because he's a princess doesn't mean you gotta go easy on her and all the girls are like yep. get him vivi <laughs> <laughs> they just have a, a big old montage of a fight and she's she's ready to become top dog of the gang uh so we get to see the big old fight it's adorable and it comes to a draw because as of today, Vivi's the second in command of the Sand Sand Band, which is just a good name. Yeah. <laughs> it's adorable. And even more adorable is Igram and Cobra very poorly hiding themselves as they watch. Yeah, even the kids are like, hey, it's the king. <laughs> <laughs> and then just like, I can just imagine them running off calling her like, crap, 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 crap. <laughs> <laughs> Vivi comes to Toto. They're all just so nice. It's like god what a strange kingdom a princess coming and going in the homes of peasants shows yep. the kingdoms <laughs> at peace and then there's a kingdom that goes by where you're like hey will you eat some lunch with us it's like no no i got some rice balls and he goes off to vivi and then comes cobra 
<laughs> right, just all trying to hide behind some fake bushes. Some yeah, fake, fake little twigs. It's like I'm just, I'm just worried. These these grown men are extremely silly. But maybe it's a good idea because uh, some grown men come up trying to kidnap Vivi. Yep. And uh, the Sand Sand Band attacks them, tries to hold them off so Vivi can get away. And that's the end of our chapter. It's like, oh, geez. Yep. Things are picking up. I guess there is some problems with Vivi hanging out there. We have the other SVS. And I love that we get a bit more of an explanation of the hiking bear. So what ha- what happens if one does not bow to the hi- the hiking bear? The hiking bear loves mountains and never forgives bad manners ma- bad mannered climbers. The punishment is one hour of sitting meditation style. This is harsh. Oof. After all, taking for granted the bear's beloved mountains is a serious offense. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love how much he leans into into the silly stuff. Oh yeah. It's it's I love that you don't get mauled or anything. It's just like, no, no, you just got to pay your respect. Yeah, that's the way it goes. So now it's time to move on to chapter 164, where Django is now before a jury, which I'm a little concerned of uh, because we got one guy crossing his arm looking uh, just mean. One guy not caring drinking as he's judging. Yeah. Another judge in the middle just sort of looking the most official like, oh, God, these are the Marines. All right. Yeah. And then the the uh, title, <laughs> Naval Headquarters Trial Verdict, Death by Hanging. It's like, jeez. Full body is a huge weenie. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he sold out his bro. They fought back to back, which is like the most. Like, Anime that, that bro thing you sim- can do. Exactly. And and you, 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 how do you sell him out like that? I'm, I'm, I'm upset. I'm upset. I, I know. It's the duty. And it's just like, come on. Come on. You can forgive your duty this once. Ugh, what a shame. I'll never I'll, I'll never think of him the same way again. I mean, we had a low opinion of him before. Then we got back yeah. up, up again. Now it's back down. I didn't realize this cover story would raise my raise my opinion of Django so high. Yeah, raise it of Django yeah. and Fool Buddy. That's that's impressive. <laughs> we get to the chapter itself and yeah, the entire Sand Sand Band is trying to hold off these two men as Vivi tries to run. Yeah. <laughs> this reminds me a lot actually speaking of Django. This is, reminds me of Syrup Village a whole lot. <laughs> yeah, but these two are definitely more effective than Django, which is sad. Oh yeah. Yes, low bar, but <laughs> Mhm. And they're just like, yeah, you can't have her. We're protecting our protecting her with our lives. Another one shows up, and Vivi has to run away to the ruins. And they're all fighting together. And Igram comes across. Igram and Cobra comes across the kids, all knocked out by these guys. Like, dear yeah, God, what a sight to be like. What happened here? Yeah, beat up all these kids and took off towards the ruins. Jeez, just going after her. And that's they 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 find her, and. That's when Koza shows up, knocks out a guy. The I, I, I love that shot of him coming like, like in shadow at the sort of at bottom of the page. Yeah. Or it's just actually like, a, it's pretty cool. Just Yeah. Actually, this whole sequence is really raw when you think about it. Yeah. These grown men with knives like trying to take, all, take on Koza. And, or actually a sword in this case. Yeah. And Koza's like, I'm not scared of this. Guy's just like, ever been cut, kid? Like, jeez. Yeah, and he and he gets him clean in the face. Oh yeah, but Koza mans through it and yeah. smacks him across the face, knocking him the hell shot. out. The yeah. sword goes flying in and stands between Man. him. Like, dear God, that's a what a freaking just awesome kid. <laughs> yeah, seriously, well done. But then, Koza. like, you see the like the sword, you know, like kind of 
shunking down into the sand and you just like see Koza just like bleed out of his face. Oh, yeah. Man. Like, jeez. That's rough. Of course, there's still two more, and that's a problem. Mm-hmm. And Cobra yeah. and Ingram come in and kick him across the face. That's so good. <laughs> man, uh, <laughs> Cobra has been incredible I know. past couple chapters. It was, it was hard to tell like what Cobra was really going to be like, but to see this protective side of him and to see this. Yeah, he's, he's, a, good, he's a good dad. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good dad. Good king. I love that he's just stomping on the How oh, dare you attack my daughter? Stomping on him. Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden, we get the, this mystery. It's like, are they with that gang too? And if we get uh, names of Chaka and Pell. We don't see them, though. Yeah, we only get little outlines. No no idea what that's all about. But apparently they were hunting down more of these guys that were trying to kidnap them. It was a whole group. Oh, apparently they suck because the king just got the... I mean, they did get sucker punched, so (laughs) (laughs) they're definitely getting doctors treated for Koza and the rest of the Sansan band. And she was scared. Like, Koza's like, oh, it's fine. It's fine. And it's like, I was scared of those guys, too. And she's like, I don't want you to die for me. Oh, scared for her friends more than anything else. It's It's a good scene because, you know, Cobra, again, gets the shine here. It's like she's, you know, Vivi is a princess, my daughter. Your deeds should not be forgotten. You, are, you have my gratitude. And the future of Alabasta is looking promising indeed. And Cozy's just like, yes, I love this country. And so does so does Cobra. It's it's a, just a mm. nice thing. Yeah. Igram's worried that Vivi might be too soft of heart. But Cobra thinks it's a good thing for Alaba- uh, Alabasta. And Igr- oh, we get this line from Igram as well. I shall serve yeah. you to my final breath. Aww. <laughs> Aww. That's- that he did. Yeah, he did. did. That's brutal. Uh, Come on, Odie. You don't need to kick us while we're down. Uh, So that's when, you know, we see uh, Koza talking with Vivi again, where Toto has been tasked by Cobra to make a city at the Yuba Oasis. A lot of travelers pass through that place and it would make for uh, a city being there would be a lot of help. And uh, his father would be uh, hosting all of them. So all of them are going to go and get this city set up along with his father and uh it's a big caravan so uh, they're not gonna see each other for a while but everybody's in good 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 spirits it, it's sort of interesting how how effective uh oda manages to set up a lot with this flashback like we kind of oh, yeah. est- establish a like a, the relationship between vivi and koza while also m- making a reason for them to have not seen each other in years that is also like built into sort of like the world building of the present. Yes. And then yeah. and making Yuba mount amount uh, matter that much more because it was such a city that they built. It makes sense why Toto is here digging yep. it because he just was, he's so dedicated to the King. There's a lot of build up here, a lot of friendship, but she's also like, okay, what's, why is Koza such a big deal here? Yep. And, you know, skipping ahead a little bit at the end of the chapter, that's when we get the reveal that, Koza's actually the leader of the rebels. Yeah, this uh, this I did remember. Um, yes, but seeing his line here at the end of the chapter, where he's just like, "This kingdom has gone to the dogs." <laughs> he's just like, arms up, sunglasses on. He's still got that scar. Just you know, earlier in the chapter, he was like, "I love this kingdom." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, talking to the talking to the king, and now he's just like, "This place sucks." <laughs> yeah, but it's also kind of built into him, even as a kid, where he trusts the king as long as the, he sees the king doing good things. But if he catches whiff yeah. of the king doing bad things, which mm. did is the king, he's like, "All right, well, yeah. you suck as a ruler. I got to step up for this." So it kind of makes sense for him to be the leader, then so be so like yeah. see hear about this rain powder or dance powder, 
and being like, okay, well, Cobra's fallen from grace. Need to take him down because I love my country and this needs to be stopped because people are suffering. Koza strikes me as a character with a just an extreme sense of right and wrong, and yes. we, we saw that as soon as we got introduced to him in the flashback. And it's sort of like that was all you really needed to know to see him here and be like, okay, this is what this character is all about, you know? Right, and and yeah. it, it is a little unfortunate that he doesn't have that innate trust in the king, uh, king especially after growing up with Vivi and seeing the king. But I guess he's been away for so long; those memories kind of fade. So mm-hmm. you can you can kind of see why that would be not for nothing. But I will say Koze probably ended up with one of the more handsome uh, men in, in One Piece. Yeah, he's got the glow up. I mean, that, there's a lot of there's a lot of good looking guys in One Piece. But yeah, Koze yeah. is not bad. No, no. <laughs> he rocks those sunglasses. Yeah, it might be the sunglasses and, and the hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Poor Toto, like trying again and again to stop the rebellion talk them out of it because he's like my my stupid son <laughs> yeah my stupid son you idiot full 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 beating over the head but it doesn't yeah. matter they the, the next battle is going to decide everything because they've been driven into a corner ready to die and that's yep. finally finishing off the stakes of all this yep yep i feel i feel like we're we kind of everything's in place and we're ready to go we finally see why it's such a big deal uh, and why you know we got our we got the rebels established, we got crocodile established, we got how the rebellion was incited in the first place. Like, mm-hmm. it's an impressive amount of placement in just five chapters. Yep, yep. But yeah, let's go ahead and go on to chapter one hundred and sixty-five, Ap- Operation Utopia. No Django, we just get a nice little one-page, uh, not not full-page spread, just one-page thing where it's just all yep. of them doing their thing preparing (laughs) luffy's got a big old straw (laughs) yeah the big straw is pretty ridiculous (laughs) yep we go back into there with toto vivi's telling him not to worry she's going to stop the rebellion you got that smile which it it really does make you love vivi in these moments yeah you want to root for her yeah you really do you can see why the 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 group is banded around her it's time to go into an inn and uh, build up the strength for tomorrow and (laughs) We got this whole thing between the two of them that just, yep. like, again, this this crew just being insane at all times where... Yeah, <laughs> just complete chaos. <laughs> yeah. Sanji, like, hey, sleep in my bed, or I didn't want yeah. you to sleep alone or something Usopp like that. Usopp pillow at him. Uh, <laughs> and then that, that pillow somehow gets thrown back at Vivi. <laughs> yeah. I, again, she has some wonderful fa- faces in these moments. She's just yeah. like... She's just... You can tell oh. how much he's sort of built up with them, and it's it's, yeah. it's nice. She loves this crew. And then Luffy's just outside with Toto bugging him. It's like, hey, where's the water? How can you live out here? It's rough. <laughs> and he, he starts digging for digging through the sand, but he's like digging the sand back into Toto's pile. <laughs> yeah, he's like, is this sabotage? What is this all about? <laughs> I'll dig for as long as it takes. You will never surrender. The king entrusts himself. Like, again, I love this full look at Toto's character. And even yeah. just seeing how Luffy wears himself out digging deep into the sand, like even carries him back into the building so he can sleep properly. Aww. That's Toto's awesome. I like Toto. Yeah, good, good, good dad, good grandpa. Yeah, yeah. But it's time to go back to the numbers, the Baroque yeah. Wars. This is such a great scene. You <laughs> know, got this big extravagant table. Mister Four laughing at Mister Two spinning. <laughs> uh, double finger and Mr. One just being as stoic as ever. Miss Merry Christmas, of course, just talking like like crazy. <laughs> Your jabber makes my back hurt. <laughs> yes. 
Oh, my goodness. And then here comes All Sunday. It's like, well, I guess it wasn't too much to expend, uh, expect you to be to actually get a, along. But they're hey, all cranky. It's it's nice. It's nice to see you. Welcome to Rain Base. In this building, right, and we're in right now, it towers over the center of Rain Base, the biggest casino, Rain Dinners, which boy, that is a interesting <laughs> name is, for a casino. A, that is an interesting name. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's funny how like this area, like Alabasta in general, feels like such a interesting cross culture kind of thing where it's like oh suddenly uh las vegas you know that's yeah. in the desert yeah, it's, sure it's a it's like every desert location rolled into one pretty much <laughs> they finally get to meet the leader of baroque works yeah crocodile and his the ultimate plan for baroque works operation utopia which you know seeing him absolutely shocks them all yeah as a double finger points out like that's one of the seven warlords of the sea so apparently they didn't know well i mean i guess they they, they didn't know his true identity but and mr two seems perturbed like we're a henchman for a pirate <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i just man that face by crocodile that disappointed <laughs> it's like it's oh like, whoa, whoa like, no sir gee. which yeah. completely makes sense that they all go silent and cross their arms yep. at that point Ooh boy! Ooh, <laughs> just that the, is a... the amount of like just swagger, yeah, <laughs> that Crocodile has in the scene. It's good. This double finger has a good question though. Why would one of the pirate allies of the world government create an organization? He's like, I'm not interested in money or status. I want military might. Mm-hmm. And he reveals to them the true aim, uh, the ultimate goal of Baroque Works, whatever Operation Utopia is, and we yeah. don't hear it. It just goes to afterwards. But Mr. Two's really excited. It's like, yeah, this thing, whatever he's up out for is in this kingdom and we're going to take it away. Kingdom and all. That's interesting that he's not after the kingdom itself. I yeah, actually forgot a, this. He's after yep. something else. There's a, a particular reason why I am. I am distinctly aware of what this is. And it's because it is it, it is relevant to the current events of a mo- of the manga in a very funny way oh my god <laughs> yeah all right so then th- this thing it's not necessarily that it comes back up later but it's one of those more just like oh yeah by the way <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah and so the, the the way that that came back it was just like oh right yeah yeah man <laughs> dang it oda uh yep <laughs> no clue what that is it's amazing that he builds an organization plans to take over a country all to get at not even the country itself like incites a yep. rebellion and he just wants alabaster to disappear get their instructions and then they all burn him that's uh, such a cool such a cool visual yeah like actually serves to make these guys actually like they've been fighting each other and kind of ridiculous and not really all that something to be you know taken seriously but these some of these panels really highlight like they're still silly but they highlight yeah. like yeah they're dangerous too yeah the, the way in which yeah i don't know like crocodile is like y- using them to sort of like stoke a fake rebellion yeah so it's that just like gain control whatever they're out to do the kingdom of alabaster will self-destruct the rebels and the citizens will inev- will inevitably fall under the control of baroque works and in a single night the kingdom will be be his utopia. Somehow wow. or another, he's doing this in one night, and it all begins <laughs> at seven o'clock tomorrow. We're really getting into it. <laughs> yeah, what the hell is happening? Oh boy, <laughs> man, it's oh, I'm so hyped. Yeah, and just that I pray for your success. Like, hmm. <laughs> and you'd think that 
is where the chapter would end. We still got a little more to go. Yeah, there's a little bit where it's the next morning and everybody's taking off. I assume it's probably pretty early or maybe not. It's yeah. hard to tell with the time scale and all this because the sun seems relatively high up or maybe just kind of over the horizon. It's, so it's probably just sun sunrise. Toto actually managed to find damp sand and was able to extract some water from it and gives not it to sandy Luffy. water. Ooh. Yum. So <laughs> genuine Yuba water that Luffy gets. And they all wave and take off. But all of a sudden, Luffy takes a seat next to a dried out tree. And everybody's wondering what's going on. What's wrong? And he quits. <laughs> huh? That's how And I that's end. the end of the chapter. I remember hitting that. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> what? Okay. What? What an, and, and for that to be where this episode of the podcast ends is so funny. I know. I, it's that like, is a cliffhanger. I... That's not fair. <laughs> yeah, that's wow. Well, uh, we'll have to see next week how that uh, turns out. Seriously. But yeah, it was a lot of exposition, but it was needed exposition. And it oh, flew yeah. by and really just, it set the stakes in a way that it we It really needed. did fly by. Yeah. And and I feel like, gosh, we, it, it feels like we are already just flying towards all of like the climax because in... In terms of, like, chapters, there's not really that much left I mean, when you think about it. I mean, I think, if I remember correctly, Alabasta goes to, like, 217. So we have a ways yeah. to go, but it's... We have a ways to go, but, like, it'll it'll be here before you much. know it. <laughs> exactly, yeah. yeah. It's just like, whoa, okay. We are we are moving towards it. All, all of all of the plans are falling into place. So yeah. I'm, I'm excited to see, uh, to revisit how this all plays out. Same here. And I know there's some really fun stuff coming when we actually get into it. I don't remember the specifics mm-hmm. of a lot of it, but I know that's yep. some fun stuff. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm ready for it. But with that, I believe we've said all we've wanted to say about chapters 161 to 165 of One Piece. Thank you so much for listening. And you can find more of my ramblings and stream VODs over at BitNerd Games on YouTube or BitNerd with an underscore at the end on Twitter. And Brandon, where can everyone find you at? I'm at Brandon Bovia on Twitter, talking about not a whole lot lately, but <laughs> usually <laughs> you're too busy playing Xenoblade. <laughs> I'm too busy playing Xenoblade. I got a lot of work deadlines. It's it, it's hard for me to you know like all right uh, you know uh, follow me if if you want to see me shill my books at random points. Uh, that's that's really it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Good stuff. <laughs> uh, if you'd like, actually, I just reminded me. I did see the best name for a Nopon ever. If we want to talk Xenoblade real quick, Shill Shill. That's Shil Shil. I love Shil Shil. Shil Shil is, a, yeah. is like just a great name. I know nothing else. I just know Shil yeah. Shil. So love Shil Shil. I'll Shil for Shil Shil. That's a good. That's a good nop on name. <laughs> but anyway, if you'd like to help us out more, it's time for me to Shil Shil. You can support the podcast over at Patreon.com/slash Derek Bittner. That's D E R R I C K B I T N E R to listen to the next episode three days early and make sure to return next time as we discuss chapters one hundred and sixty six to 170 of One Piece. Until then, my friends, bye. Remember to take life one piece at a time. I'm very grateful to you for having helped me out of that jam back there. And I'll be glad to give some of you a ride, but I'm afraid I don't accept male passengers. I'm too macho. I'm so sorry that my crewmates are a bunch of ill-bred louts. Now, what should we call you, you great and precious camel, you? Idiot! Moron! Doofus!
Eyelash it is, then. Uh, how'd you arrive at that?